the defendants, and it's uh, Meta, TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram, <clears throat> were saying, you know, this is not the kind of lawsuit that can be brought. Um, our, uh, our <laughs> I was going to say our products are not products, but th these things are not products, and so mm -hmm. you can't bring a product liability lawsuit against us. Interesting They're argument. They're services. And so, and that's kind of, you know, service versus products. And basically, and so they wanted to dismiss the whole thing. Basically, it would have gone away. And the judge, the ruling came out, like, literally, I think there's the day we left Las Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. So then everybody wanted to get together on, you know, webinars and all talking about it afterwards. Anyway, the judge upheld the case and said that it will go forward and that she did find that there was a, a claim for negligence um, in the way that they designed these algorithms and, mm -hmm. the, and the fact that they knew that they were um, addicting teens and young adults. Prioritizing profits. Prioritizing, prioritizing profits. Dangerous drug and product cases. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode, another week, another episode. Prioritizing profits, dangerous drug and product cases. Here to give you the laydown, all the good info, uh, or I guess bad info, uh, about the bad stuff going on in, in uh, over-the-counter drugs, prescription drugs, products, all of it. We'll give you the bad news. Um, the important news. The, yeah, mm. the important news, the important Do news. Do with it as you will. But first things first, how are you doing? How was this last week? Any exciting weekend plans or upcoming plans, anything like that? Uh, well, both. Actually, I had a very exciting weekend. We went to the Alice Cooper concert Saturday night, so so pretty Ooh. excited about that. Yeah. Um, I've been following Alice Cooper since I was about 14 years old. Have seen him multiple, multiple times. Um, but he was here in Tucson Saturday night. And so um, amazing show. Um, I mean, he's in, into his 70s for sure. And lots of energy. Sounds great. Um, you know, it's one of those concerts where I know the lyrics, every word of the lyrics to every song and yeah. obnoxiously sing along so that was that was fun you're an og fan og uh, for sure a, a real one yeah i mean that was the the first uh concert that you took me to yeah it was it alice was. cooper which uh it, it is a show i mean it's fantastic <laughs> you know you I, originally i was kind of hesitant to see a concert because i didn't really understand it right like it's a very basic um position or, or a point of view where it's like, oh, you're just watching someone sing a song that you can listen in your car. Exactly, yeah. Uh, well, but, and most concerts are like that. Yeah. Most don't have the theatrics. Yeah, but he has a full-on theatrics. Full-on I mean, The show, one that I went to, he literally hung himself. Yeah. On stage, which is insane. I mean, that that's a pretty crazy stunt to be doing yourself, especially, let alone. Yeah. Well, he had his head chopped off this time. Wow. Um, was it believable? No. <laughs> But if you screeching. were 10 or however old you were at the time, it might have been believable. But for me, at my current age and level of experience. No one was screaming that. bloody no. hell in the audience, crying, thinking their savior had just passed. No. <laughs> I mean, that would be a way to go, to be fair, right? I mean, he's 70 years old. He's still performing. His life revolves around it. And he, he's born on stage. He dies on stage. Well, I maybe that'll be ultimately be what happens someday. I don't know. But that sounds like a really fun um, fun time. I mean, Tucson, I'm also surprised how many artists come to Tucson. I never really thought of us as kind of like a, just a place that artists and, and, and um, musicians would come to to yeah. play. Um, I mean, like, why, why not just go to Phoenix instead? And I know a lot of time they'll do both, but yeah. uh, they're so close because, I mean, we had – Drake, Post Malone, um, 
Lil Peep died here. I think we had Mac Miller and Juice World in the area as well. I don't even know who these people are. I mean, they're just like <laughs> insanely big yeah. top 10 artists and musicians, and uh, then they come and have a show in Tucson, Arizona, which, I mean, maybe I'm just underselling us. I just never really thought we well, were there. I'm, act- I'm actually surprised, you know, because the really, really big ones don't come because we just don't have a venue. Yeah, that fits exactly. Them. I mean, you know, like Rolling Stones, that kind of thing. I mean, you, you know, Garth Brooks, you have to go to Phoenix um, mm. because they can sell out these, you know, 50,000, 60,000 yeah. seat arenas, and we don't have that in Tucson. On. So a lot and a lot of the concert concerts it feels like I go to are, you know, some of them, you know, maybe that were more popular when I was younger and, you know, but they're still making the tour, but they're, you know, 10, 20,000, yeah. <laughs> you know, more, more along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> more reasonable numbers when it comes to people coming. Yeah, and then when you're old like me, it's like overwhelming. I don't know. That whole big place up in Phoenix is, is an ordeal in and out and a whole mess. Yeah. Well, that's a good time. Uh, anything good. else going on or any other uh, big events this last week? Uh, yes, actually. So it was a busy weekend for us. So Sunday night, we went to Mr. Bing's Supper Club. Mm. Um, it was his, uh, his season premiere. Um, with the Alpha Rhythm Kings, um, this really great band that came out of San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, and Crystal Stark, who's a local um, amazing singer-performer. Um, and then uh, there was like a surprise performance by Daniel Gilmore, who is um, a local, uh, really, really talented actor, singer, dancer, everything. Uh-huh. Um, and so that was really fun. Um, great night. Got to, a good opportunity to get dressed up in Tucson. Um, so lots of pictures. So, I mean, it was, a, that's a, that's a full weekend for us. Yeah, no, it, it, it sounds like it. And is that, uh, the Mr. Bing's, um, what's the opening party? Was that, was that a big event? I mean, it sounds like that you guys had quite the lineup there. Yes. Well, I mean, he always has amazing performers. Um, but so he, he only does it kind of during the season. So in the summer, too many people are gone. So October was the first of the yeah. season. So it was kind of like the season premiere. Um, yeah. And it was a great... Um, and is it a show? It's, it's at a restaurant, right? Well, it's actually at the Savoy Opera House. Okay. So um, and it's it, he does it as a pop-up currently until he gets his own space. Um, but it, which is, it's a really beautiful venue, kind of old fashioned. And it's like the whole 20s style. Um, but so supper cups were like a big thing back like in the fifties and maybe even sixties. And it was like these world-class performers, but they also served dinner and people got really oh, dressed up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, kind of takes you, takes you back to that time. Um, and so there was a beautiful Italian buffet and then we had like a, um, he's started having a new ticket tier of, um, VIP seats. Ooh. And so, yes, yes. That was actually my suggestion. <laughs> um, and so the VIP, um, reception, it's a, you know, they, provide champagne and some hors d'oeuvres and an opportunity to socialize and mingle with the stars prior to letting everybody else in. So, yeah, so that was really fun. Um, And, of course, I provided my non-alcoholic champagne, which I shared with others. Um, Generous. Of course, I'm very generous. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it was really, yeah, it it was great, uh, great opening for the season. I'm excited about the upcoming shows. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. There is a restaurant that sounds similar to that where it's essentially a play uh-huh. and then you can also order dinner. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like the Roadhouse Theater, which was like revolutionary for us. <laughs> for, for movies, yeah. Yeah, you could uh, get dinner and watch a movie. Insane and does great. But uh, same idea where you get to watch a play and have dinner. And I've always thought that was so... So interesting and such a such a great idea because I mean you know but dinner's fun and it's all about the company and but sometimes you know there's some some lulls in conversation, <laughs> a uh, more entertainment, downtime yeah and then when you have this whole show going on I feel like that just makes it even better with good food. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's, I think it's a great idea. And the next one is actually, uh, the, the November one had to be canceled due to some scheduling conflicts. But December, um, I think it's December 17th, it's going to be the holiday show. So maybe you and Christina can come down and join us for that one. I'd love That'll to. Be, yeah. That'd be a good time. VIP passes as well. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, they got to stock up on the champagne if we come. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, that sounds like a good weekend. I didn't really have too much going on this weekend, this upcoming week, as you know. Oh, yeah. Big, big time. Big time. I'll be leaving Saturday to go to Amsterdam um, for Breakpoint. Pretty big crypto event happens every year. Last year it was in Portugal and Lisbon. Uh, went there. It was fantastic. Good times. Uh, the market also took a took a dump at the same time, so that <laughs> ruined the vibes yeah, a little bit. A but, little bit of a damper on the whole party. Yeah, but uh, things are turning around now, and... Um, it's it's going to be good seeing everyone that I've talked to and worked with for the last you know six months to a year, um, see them in person again or finally meet them, um, and I'll be there for a full week. It's going to be a little bit mixture of business and pleasure. You know, I'll be going to some meetings here and there, some talks, some speaks, and then uh, also going to restaurants and maybe even a play. Who knows? Well, and as we were saying, the, the really great thing is that you're taking your beautiful girlfriend, Christina, with yes, you. Yes. And so I think that makes it a lot more a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, so on, on Halloween, there's a Magic Eden Yacht Party, which they had um, at one of the previous events, and it's just a big-ass boat. I mean, I don't even know what it, what, what classifies a yacht, but, it, I mean, it had, had like two, three stories, and it's on mm-hmm. Halloween, so some people are dressing up. And as you know, we're monkeys. Uh, that's oh. SMB Salon of Monkey oh, Businesses. I finally got the banana thing. Too. Yes, and Christina wants to dress up as a banana and run around the yacht as a banana. And then we also you have, have this monkeys chaser. Well, okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That might be a little bit much, <laughs> but like a big banana suit. And uh, there's also this thing we have, it's called banana stand. So it's like the, when you hop on Twitter, if you like their posts or you're talking discord, then you get bananas and then you can spend those bananas to buy other random stuff like tickets to events, um, like NFTs, um, a bunch of IRL stuff, you know, jackets. Um, anyway, so she was going to run around as banana promoting the banana stand for all the monkeys. How is she going to travel with a huge banana suit? I have no idea. I also, in my mind, had a nightmare of it just being <laughs> like a, a a yacht full of just like very well-dressed, you know, business professional <laughs> people. And then she shows up in like a full-blown, I mean, the top, right? Like it's the banana of the top of the banana. If yeah. you've ever seen Family Guy with Brian, yeah, he runs it. around in the banana suit. It's literally just like that. And I was like, what if she's the only one wearing anything? like anything like that. like everyone is just very normally if not kind of like updressed and well, she's she'll get attention yeah she'll win the costume prize if there is, if there is. but <laughs> they'll make one up if there isn't i don't know i think it's pretty cool but you know she can wear something nice underneath the banana I, I think it'll perhaps. be good. I think. And more people are dressing up. I've been asking around. All right. All right. I got to see pictures of this for sure. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting. But uh, it goes on to the next topic. We will be missing an episode next yes. week. Um, so apologies for that. But then the following week, we'll be right back on it, continuing our uh, weekly shows. I know you guys are going to be sad and your, your Wednesday <laughs> mornings are going to be uh, meaningless without our show. However, we will be back.
Well, of course, we'll be back. And absence makes the heart grow fonder, and exactly. you'll appreciate us even more. I mean, and perhaps Fernando will be putting together uh, some, some of our highlights or some something. Highlights, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about maybe doing kind of putting all the Ozempics together since that's been the hot topic. Anyway, if we're it, we maybe we may have something for you, um, but if we don't, we love you, we miss you, and yeah. we will be back. And if there's something you want to see too, you know, if there's a specific case like I can't get enough of those Ozempics, please, I need a <laughs> I need a you know know all video for it. Boom. We can pump that out for you next week. So let us know there. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's yes, get into let's main get into topics. Uh, as we always do, we'll start with updates on cases. Yeah, so updates on cases. Um, and there is an update on the CPAP litigation that we've talked about. So the CPAP, um, sleep apnea machines. And again, the problem with those are the um, sound the, or the noise-reducing foam that can break down, become inhaled, and ultimately cause a variety of different types of cancers. And so the update on this is that um, the FDA is a little pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this this uh, recall has been going on since um, June of 2021, and they're saying that there's not enough research, enough studies have not been done to um, really adequately advise people on just how risky this is, how much danger they're in. We know about these various cancers, um, but they want some follow-up studies done. And so they're saying also that, and also it's just taking a ridiculous amount of time um, for them to get these machines replaced. Yeah. So FDA on their butts and um, saying, you know, get your shit together. Um, You know, again, this is a big case. It's an ongoing case. We're still signing cases. Um, Over 100,000 complaints about the product and um, uh, 385 deaths. Wow. Um, Yeah. And I mean, probably many more. Again, so many people don't even know about this. They're using the product and perhaps they've been diagnosed with one of these types of Mm -hmm. cancers, but they're not going to immediately think, well, that's because of my CPAP machine. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, you know, something we've talked about a couple of times, we're going to keep talking about it. Um, and yeah, and if you do use this product, if you have used it, if you have come down with, um, a cancer, it's a whole long list of the different cancers. Um, you can see them on our website, get in touch with us. We'll let you know. Um, but mm-hmm. so that's, that's kind of the update on that. FDA is pissed. Well, and we won't really know the magnitude of it either because this is still an ongoing problem, right? Like well, people even, are still using it. Exactly. I mean, they, you know, and again, they couldn't, they, they can't get them replaced quickly enough they're, they're, to be able to sleep. They're using them. They have to. They're continued, you know, they're continuing to be exposed yeah. to this potential carcinogen. That would be one thing if they just swapped it out or they were more timely with the recalls and, and yeah. swapping out all the stuff, but they're, they're not. So when you mentioned more research needs to be done in order to figure out what adverse effects that this is having. Does that responsibility lie on the pharmaceutical company or will the FDA kind of step in if they're taking too long? Well, no, the FDA is telling telling them they need to do it. And I mean, they can impose fines and restrictions and all sorts of things. Um, But yeah, any of these aftermarket studies, the manufacturers are obligated to do them. Isn't that kind of, um, I don't know, that feels a little sticky there. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they just they have to make sure their product is uh, safe and, and they're determining are responding well. Yeah, they're determining how many lives are being lost, how severely impacted, negatively impacted people, their customer lives are. That seems well, like... they, I mean, they, they take close look at those at the studies as well. So, OK, uh, OK. So the FDA is they are looking over their shoulder, making sure everything is done yeah. correctly. And that's good that they're they're getting 
on him about that. It seems like FDA's uh, stepping up recently a little bit, first with the hair <laughs> relaxers and then now with the CPAP machines. Yeah, hopefully. Well, and but again, I mean, they, they, I mean, not to, to criticize the FDA, but until, you know, the attorneys and lawsuits start making a lot of noise about it, these things oftentimes don't happen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it gets out in the news and people start screaming and then, okay... So <laughs> maybe, maybe this maybe this product yeah. needs to be pulled. Maybe more research needs to be done here. Maybe you guys need to speed up this process. Yeah, but, um, but, but having the governmental entity step in um, definitely makes it more serious, and mm-hmm. I think they take it more seriously. They, they're constantly saying, oh, these lawyers are full of shit. There's nothing yeah. wrong with the product, blah, 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 blah. I was going to say, it's probably, win all the cases. it's probably good for the case as a whole as well. If the mm-hmm. FDA is stepping in, then clearly there's a big enough issue, yeah. and it, there's enough connections to the product itself that, um, you know, that, that just helps the case in the long run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, it's, it's a strong case and it's moving forward. Um, you know, an active case. So yeah, if you are using a CPAP machine and this is an issue that all CPAP machines currently have, um, any of the noise reducing material used within it. I mean, again, the stories that you've mentioned about people literally finding like small, uh, black. Oh yeah. Like the, the particles. Yeah. In the their particles lungs. in their lungs. I yeah. mean, that's just terrifying. And I mean, it's helping you breathe, but little do you know, it's you're inhaling all yeah, that. You stuff. might not be breathing for much longer. Yeah. yeah. Well, if anyone is, uh, ha- using CPAP or anything like that, definitely recommend to go get that checked out, go see the physician, reach out to us, reach out to another attorney and, um, kind of get the lowdown there or keep tuning in because we'll definitely keep everyone updated. <laughs> what course. else uh, do you got for us for updates? So another update, we had talked a, um, a few ses- uh, uh, episodes back about the one chip challenge and the spicy chip where this yeah. 14 year old boy had died. Um, and so the investigation is ongoing with regard to the cause of his death and whether it actually, you know, what th- this chip did cause or contribute to his death. Um, in the meantime, though, um, the product is being removed from stores. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, and additionally, people are really looking at this whole challenge thing, you know, these, these, (laughs) I mean, the idea, so, and and the manufacturers of the product are saying, Hey, you know, the product clearly states that this is for adults. It's not for children. It says, you know, if you have issues with spicy foods, don't consume this thing. Um, so there are warnings on it, but then you get the social media hype and teens are really susceptible to that type of thing. Um, and, 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 you know, the, 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 they're impulsive. I mean, yeah. Yeah, oh, everybody else is doing it. They want to, to go and do it. Competitive, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, there's a big big issue um, uh, with that. Um, again, we don't for sure know if it did cause or contribute to his death. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, they're taking it off the shelves. Which is, the, I mean, that's kind of shocking to me because a few things here. First off is that they still are investigating the cause of death. How? I mean, we spoke about that two, three weeks ago. How long does it take for them to figure out if, you know, this chip specifically caused <laughs> its death, right? Like, I feel like there's only so many ways yeah, that it could have... I mean, if they've done an autopsy, I mean, they must have... I mean, and sometimes they'll say undetermined with the autopsy. We're going to talk about another case shortly where that's the case. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know why it's yeah. taking so long. And, you know, perhaps they're... Well, I, I don't know. 
Well, and then also that it's already being taken off shelves without it being coming to a conclusion or without anyone knowing for sure. Um, definitely looks a little suspicious because I remember in the story, I didn't even really understand the connection. He had the chip at school, his stomach hurt. He went to the nurse's office. They sent him home. He went and he went and took a nap. And then his brother found him later that day dead. Like there wasn't necessarily, uh, it wasn't like he ate it and then five minutes later collapsed. Um, so the fact that already the manufacturers kind of throwing their hands up saying like, okay, we'll take it off the shelves, you know, guys, like we'll see what's going on. Well, I mean, but there are, there are some some risks to it. I mean, the, the active ingredient, this capsaicin, yeah. um, apparently your body can um, see it as a toxin and want to try to get rid of it. I mean, if when it's really extreme, and so that can cause, you know, diarrhea, vomiting, um, and any of those kinds of things that, you know, can certainly be problematic um, if, if it throws off, um, uh, you know, if you're vomiting yeah. and your electrolytes are off, or if you have any kind of condition like a, uh, an arrhythmia or mm-hmm. any kind of cardiac issues, that could potentially, you know, again, throw things off and, and maybe contribute. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and, and perhaps maybe people just don't, I mean, what really is the point of this thing? Yeah, that's you know, fair. It's not, like, it's not like it's food. It's not like you're going to be filled up with one chip. The point of the product is for it to push you to your limits. Right. And I mean, is that really such a great idea? <laughs> that's a fair point. It's a fair I, I, point. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm starving. I'm going to eat one chip. <laughs> yeah, no. and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be better. I mean, it can't provide provide any kind of significant vitamins or sustenance or nourishment. That's that's fair. So I but don't know. That's fair. I think uh, something else that you mentioned that I thought was interesting was kind of what you mentioned with the whole challenge culture, um, I because I remember this whole thing came up with the Tide Pod challenge. Uh-huh. If you remember that. Um, and for anyone that's unfamiliar, the small little Tide Pods that, you know, you use for, for laundry, there was a period where there was a Tide Pod challenge and it would just be to put one in your mouth and, and crack it open. Like just, just bite into it, not eat it. You just spit it out right yeah. after, but just bite into it, which to be fair, I'll give them credit. When you have one in your hand, it is just like, it's like an oddly, like I would imagine it being an oddly satisfying thing, having it pop. <laughs> You know, like it just, because it's just so terrible. Of course, of course. But it's like a, it's like a grape. When you bite into a grape and you get that crunch, that pop, you're like, wow, that, that's a good grape right there. Mm, That's a good Tide Pod right there. I guess. But I mean, couldn't you just squeeze it and have some satisfaction out of popping? No, 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 no. Then it wouldn't be a challenge. But (laughs) (laughs) but there was a big problem because a ton of kids were, were doing it and recording themselves and thinking it was hilarious. And if you spit it out, you're okay. But what would happen is they would it would pop, and then some people would like laugh, or they would, uh, you know, inhale it in some way, and then it would, yeah, exactly, and it would get into their throat, and then even sometimes get into their lungs. And then once you get those toxins, I mean, the toxins in there, I would have to imagine, are just insanely strong because they're made to to get dirt and grime out of your clothes. It's got to be very caustic and acidic, exactly, exactly. You're getting grease off of things, Yeah. yeah, like you said. I mean, it's not, and, and of course the, the, the manufacturers in a warn don't, you know, well, yeah, they, I don't know if they initially warned, don't eat these things, but eventually yeah. they did and put them in child. Well, maybe they should have warmed it, warned because it's reasonably foreseeable, reasonable foreseeable. Look how delicious and poppable <laughs> they are. I don't 
know about delicious, but how satisfying, I guess. There's, yeah. a, there's some sort of compulsion to chew them. I have never experienced that. Well, they're way. bright colors, too. You know, if you made it, like, goopy and brown or dark green, they'd be like, ew, I don't want to eat that. But it's, like, red and blue, cherry, yeah, you also blueberry. You some shit-colored stuff in your clothes. So I, I, well, then it's lesser of two evils. Okay, I don't <laughs> Either know. Either you eat it or yeah. or you put shit all <laughs> over your clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I think, But, uh, you know, it's interesting, though, because this whole, whole cultural thing of the challenge I mean, it almost seems like this one chip thing was made specifically for that purpose. Mm-hmm. To, and then there are dangers with any challenge, because if it's completely safe and harmless, then really, is it even a challenge? No, it's not. I mean, what's the fun in that? Yeah. I mean, you know, so so it's encouraging that type of behavior. Yeah, well, I mean, and it all kind of started with the ASL uh, water bucket, ice bucket challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the first that I can remember. ALS. ALS, yeah, not ASL. Uh, ALS, Ice Bucket Challenge, which is you recorded yourself and nominated two or three people and then dumped a bucket of ice water on your head. And it was supposed to, to raise money for... ALS, which it did, which it did. Right. There is actually a new, brand new drug that just came out, hit the markets in the last like year, two years. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that was directly funded by that challenge. But that's another thing where it's like, I mean, that's kind of like the good side of a challenge, right? Because ice bucket, no one's gonna really get super injured there unless you're dropping big ice. ice yeah, but I mean, tubes. there are some people who like that shock of cold. I mean, depending, again, if, if you're okay. like particularly fragile, yeah. if you... Well, I mean, then you should probably... just stay in your room. You should stay <laughs> in your room, not leave your house, not get in the car. If, if an ice ice bath is going to end it for you, call it a day, then I'm know, sorry. You could have like a cardiac condition and that kind of, you know, extreme shock. Who knows? Yeah, when I take a shit, the extreme shock of, <laughs> of this magnitude of it, my car, my heart can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, at that point, really, we're just cherry picking here. It could be just about anything that will take you out. All right, we're a little off. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we're a little off, a little off. A little off here. Anyway, so we'll see what happens on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, these challenges are, are, are risky, and that's why they're challenges, I suppose. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely interested to see what the um, biopsy I think biopsy is the right word. Well, autopsy. 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 There, we go. there we go. Biopsy is when they're alive. Well, biopsy is like what you, you know, oh, like a tumor like or a something tumor. Yeah, or, or not necessarily a tumor. Well, they're alive. You biopsy linings of anything. Okay. Um, you know, uh, yeah. But it's just where you take a little a little sample okay. and test it as opposed to an autopsy where it's, you are definitely dead. Hopefully. Yeah. If you're not, there's a big fat <laughs> Something's lawsuit going coming wrong. down the... Uh, definitely interested to see what comes out of that autopsy. Uh, it's probably about time that this one chip challenge died off. I mean, it has gone on a little too long. A lot of big influencers in on it. Um, but yeah, about time. Um, moving on though cases that we are handling yeah and so actually this is a good segue because um the the case that they're a big update on a case that we're handling and that's the social media addiction cases um which we have talked about previously and i'm sure we will continue to talk about um but when i was at mass torts made perfect i guess it was a couple of weeks now ago they were waiting on a big ruling because um the defendants and that's uh meta tiktok youtube um Instagram <clears throat> were saying, you know, this is not the kind of lawsuit that can be brought. Um, our, uh, our, <laughs> I was going to say our products are not products, but th- these things are not products. And so mm-hmm. you can't bring a product liability lawsuit against us. Interesting They're argument. services. And so, and that's kind of, you know, service versus product. And basically,
basically. And so they wanted to dismiss the whole thing, basically, it would have gone away. And the judge, the ruling came out, like, literally, I think it was the day we left Las Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. So then everybody wanted to get together on, you know, webinars and all talking about it afterwards. Anyway, the judge upheld the case and said that it will go forward and that she did find that there was a, a claim for negligence um, in the way that they designed these algorithms and, mm -hmm. the, and the fact that they knew that they were um, addicting teens and young adults, mm -hmm. um, although she did say that it was, uh, well, actually she didn't, well, she said it was not a product, but she also did not say that it was a service. And it's a little bit, you know, but she said that, that, that their behavior, that you, we can pursue the case based on their actions being negligent. Hmm. Um, and then, and, but also a fraudulent concealment argument was upheld, and that's important because that will allow for punitive damages, which are the really big crazy damages that will convince these companies yeah. not to do certain things. And the fraudulent concealment, uh, I'm assuming that's not letting their users know of the algorithms that they're using to kind of rope them back in and keep them coming back. Right, or hiding that the, 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 the they that they knew and they continued, that they knew that these uh, products, I keep saying products, that may not be a product, um, but but uh, that these... these Services. Uh, well, but we don't want to say it's a service either. Yeah, these it, things, these... Okay, but the social media platforms, these yeah. platforms um, are addictive and they want them to be addictive because by making them addictive they addict people who keep coming back and mm -hmm. then there are ad uh they can sell ads and they can make you know billions and billions and yeah. billions of dollars which they do so they are concealing that they're not um they certainly don't want parents to know just how dangerous these are and, and the types of ads that they're feeding to their kids yeah and uh, I mean, okay, so so with their initial argument saying that they're not actually a product, they're a service, and so this product liability suit going against them just doesn't work, and and that's what they were arguing. It didn't sound like the judge really made a decision or said one way or the other if it's a product or if it's a service. Well, she said it wasn't a product, but she didn't say that it was a service. And so this was kind of a preliminary, it's called a demurrer in California, which is where these cases are domiciled or are, are, are brought because the companies are all domiciled there. So that's still to be determined. And it's a kind of a wishy-washy thing because the way that she made the decision was she said, well, you can't touch it. Like, a product, but then electricity is a product and you can't touch electricity. Yeah. So there are a lot of kind of arguments and what ultimately will be determined, we're not sure, but the case is not getting dismissed. Um, and the fact that there are negligence claims and the fraudulent concealment claims yeah. is allowing them to go forward. But I don't think that argument is done um, at all. It's mm -hmm. going to be hard fought because once, if, if it is a product, there are certain claims like the failure to warn, and there's a lot of very product specific claims that can be pursued. Mm -hmm. um, so the case is moving forward. I'm sure it will, you know, exactly which angles yeah. are going to, you know, will kind of come out um, in the litigation. But the good thing is it's not dismissed. It's going forward. Discovery is starting. Um, and so that's really, really key. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, we're, you know, always you find so much out when they have to start disclosing yeah. all the documents. I think that might, might even be where you're going. But, um, you know, they did have a whistleblower who came forward that started this whole thing. Um, but I mean, there's I'm sure just so much more information mm -hmm. that we're going to see as this goes forward. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, I think this <laughs> discovery phase is going to be really exciting. It's going to be really interesting to see. 
um, just exactly what it looks like behind closed doors, what's going on on the back end. Because, I mean, all of us use these platforms. And in some of it, it's noticeable when there's kind of like this addictive feature, like refresh rate or something that comes up. Like you you can see it, but there's, there's also a lot that we just don't, consciously recognize right yeah, and they have yeah. because i know that they have a bunch of scientists and, and uh, psychiatrists in the back that are you know helping kind of create these um products these platforms yeah. media platforms whatever we want to call it figuring out how to hook us yeah and 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 there's a ton of good just like not not series but i don't know if you've seen black mirror Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a specific one. episode that's just about this. It's about a guy that goes crazy. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. It doesn't go crazy. But um, it's a, the, the, one of the main aspects of this episode is about this massive conglomerate corporation that owns a ton of different social media platforms, a ton of different services um, through those platforms. And they have ingrained it and made it so addictive that like all everyone in society is so reliant on it. And you, whenever you go down the street, you see them looking at their phone. So just kind of this oh, whole idea. Yeah. I don't think it's that far off. I mean, and and even you know, as adults, I mean, and I can I can see some of these things yeah. happening and how addictive it can be. And I've actually been recently really making an effort to like put my phone down at a certain time in the evening yeah. and just I don't need to be picking it up. Um, and I I just shop like a mad woman you shop on on your phone oh, shit i mean yeah i they mean they know you they got sounds, you hooked. i know it sounds like that. oh that sounds great i mean that's i mean I, hair products socks yeah. clothing i mean you know makeup i mean this it, it's like the best product ever they say and all these you know of course probably f- fake reviews are saying yeah <laughs> how fabulous it is and i'm like and it's it's so easy to buy now i mean it's basically pretty much one click yeah amazon especially i didn't uh, even realize that christina kind of got me on that is that now it's just like you click a product and if you have your information saved which everyone does right on your profile you literally swipe you just swipe and it immediately gets delivered i was like that's so crazy i always thought of it as like putting in your info and doing all that might slow you down and you might have time to reassess exactly but so back 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 (laughs) back to the case um i mean i mean these cases are or because it's addicting um minors yeah um that's really the key and there is over a thousand cases now that have been filed and because it it, everybody was kind of waiting to see about this because Mm -hmm. potentially it could have gotten just dismissed and then no way this isn't even a case and you know there's a first amendment argument and all of that kind of stuff and and third parties and yeah blah blah so anyway um the fact that it is moving forward i expect that we're going to see a whole lot more cases getting filed and this really is going to amp up the litigation mm-hmm. um so i think a lot of people were kind of holding back do we spend the money and fi- file these yeah. if they're just going to get knocked out so um so i think we're going to see a, a huge uptick in filings um, and kind of just to, to recap, um, again, it's, it's uh, basically under the age of 23, um, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, severe anxiety or depression, self-harm, mm-hmm. and suicide and suicide attempts. Those are really the, the, the big um, damage injuries that are the subject of these lawsuits. Yeah. Um, and, and it certainly we can give you more details if you, um, feel like you have, were, or have been mm-hmm. addicted, um, as a teen or young adult, or if your child has. Yeah. And that's, that was something I want to touch on is because I know that this case is primarily focused on minors. Uh, but like you said, 23 and under, um, can you, can you talk a little bit about how, how emotional damages kind of come into a play here? Because a lot of, 
you know, the typical malpractice cases, car accidents, personal injury, anything under there, uh, a lot of the time it's a lot of physical damage and then punitive damage, which we talk about all, right. all the time, right, is, is, is punishing these massive corporations. Not very often do we really get into the emotional or psychological damage, and especially where an entire case kind of revolves around it. How, how does that change things or, or does it change things? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and in a lot of cases, like the car accident cases, oftentimes, you know, the emotional distress damages are, are are not significant. It depends on the severity yeah. of the accident. Um, I mean, some people are, are in relatively minor car accidents and they still have a certain level of anxiety about driving again or being in a car and some, like the loss of control and they may need some therapy. Um, but then there are other situations where somebody is in a car accident where they see somebody, you know, their, their, their loved one next to them is yeah. killed or, you know, maimed or something. And that's much more significant. Um, but again, you know, the, there are actual physical damages as well. These are really focused on the emotional damages from these young adults yeah. who their brains are still forming. And you're, I mean, your brain isn't completely formed until I think you're 25. I think you just might have crossed the threshold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, scary thought. I think it <laughs> this could is use, it. Well, yeah. here we are. I could use a little few more years. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, but, and so these, these images are being fed to very young people whose brains are still developing. And they're shown these images of these perfect, unattainable bodies. And, and so it, 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 it can cause eating disorders, body dysmorphia, um, self-hatred, just really awful things that can last your entire life and need serious, serious treatment or can be life-threatening. I mean, people yeah. are having anorexia, bulimia. I mean, these are conditions that can kill mm-hmm. kill you um, and require significant treatment. And so that's very serious. And of course, like the, the suicidal ideations, I mean, again, I mean, these are huge emotional, mental injury cases. Um, you know, it's, I mean, so it is different in the sense that the, the, the physical kind of comes after the mental, yeah. um, as opposed to, you know, the other, the other direction that you see more in a, in a, in a, you know, car accident yeah. or that, that sort of thing. Well, and on top of that as well is that these type of damages are almost, I mean, arguably just impossible to, to quantify as well as they're not like comparable. You can't compare, you know, one person, person's issues, um, from social media addiction to someone else's, right? Like you, it just, it, everyone's different and the way that it, it, it affects them is different. Something that you've also talked about with cases is that, um, oftentimes there will be enough reason to believe that a product has caused this injury to this, to the victim. Um, but is it the direct correlation, right? Like there's the, what makes a good case and a bad case, a good case and a bad case is that a good case. It is like, uh, you know, lung damage, but they're not a smoker. There's no other, you know, outside sources that you could say, uh, could result in that lung damage. Um, in a case like this, how does that look? Because these, these problems aren't quantifiable and, you know, you can say that they caused um, these damages, anorexia, you know, all, all of these things. But what if they also had, you know, a difficult home life? What if mm-hmm. there was other traumatic events, you know, in yeah. court, would they go through those and say, well, actually, these, this psychological damage is from these other traumatic events in their lives? Well, yeah, and the defendant's always going to look for alternative causes so that they're yeah. off the hook. But what will be very interesting in these cases is that as they get filed, and as this discovery phase goes forward, they're going to have to turn over what adds what was being fed to these people. Mm -hmm. And so if you have somebody who's suffering from, you know, severe body dysmorphia, anorexia, and you see that the ads that they were Mm. feeding them are just 
kind of pardon the pun feeding into that, yeah. um, then that's going to be very very s- strong evidence. And um, you know, and there's uh, the diet things and and all of these filtered images and and you know, and again, we all live in a society that has these you know unrealistic expectations of I, I was going to say women, but it's women and men. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we see a lot of that really affecting women. Um, so of course we all live in that society. So you can't take that away. Yeah. But did this person, you know, how, and again, how many hours were they using it? Because this isn't somebody who just, you know, goes on there one hour a day. I mean, we need to see the strong cases are people who are using it three hours and more a day. And some kids are using it. I mean, uh, that's three sounds a little low. Three is really low. But, yeah. I, but, but kids who are using that and, and that's where they're getting their information. It's not like, you know, we used to have magazines and all. I don't even know people. I mean, I actually do still get some physical <laughs> magazines, but things like that. But there's TV. Um, but I mean, the social media and just this barrage of ad after ad. Ad yeah. after ad, um, and if if what's being you know I, I don't want to say fed, but what's being directed um, yeah. you know by the algorithms to these kids are right along the lines of the problems that they're suffering. I think that is extremely strong evidence. But again, every single case is going to be looked at individually. And so for the individual cases, when you're mentioning the specific ads, are these are they going to be able to track down the specific ads that they gave that specific yeah. person individual? Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean they can show that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that, that just shows just how much they have on the back end, that oh. fact that they know what ad you saw five, ten years ago. Well, and they want to know if it works. Yeah. I mean, they want to be keeping, I mean, they're keeping information about what happens, and mm-hmm. so people's purchasing patterns and that sort of thing. I mean, I, they've got all kinds of info on me, for God's sakes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they know just what I need. Yeah, they know. <laughs> they just what I don't need. Is I have a lot of it, but I'm, I'm susceptible to continue buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know the next purse before you know you need it. Oh god, damn it! Yeah, exactly. If they would stop sending me those Chanel and Louis Vuitton ads, I would be much happier. They get you every time. Every time. <laughs> Uh, that, that I think that's going to be an exciting one to watch because I think the discovery phase is going to open up a lot of people's eyes to the products, service, and platforms that they're using um, because I th- still think a lot of people don't recognize just how much goes into yeah. everything that they're seeing on the page as psychologically too. Like, you know, it wasn't being dramatic that there literally are psychiatrists oh, in the back totally end. totally on staff. I, yeah. mean, I mean, when they pull back that curtain, I mean, and, and of course they don't want to do that. I no, mean, I, it ruins the it ruins the 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 show for you. Like, if you know that you're being manipulated, then obviously you're not going to want to use the product as much. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to give you a little weird feeling knowing that everything that you're looking at is specifically handcrafted for you. That's another thing is I always kind of imagined being just lumped into groups, right? Yeah. Like, oh, these are people that like gaming, so this mm-hmm. is the gaming ads that they're going to get. But what you kind of open up my eyes to just now is that it's not only groups i'm sure that there's a lot of groups but they are also tracking so specifically individually oh, you and your ads and and your products um and and still keeping you in their groups but a lot more yeah. kind of oversight than i imagined yeah well i mean i just think so an example the other day i was thinking i needed new luggage um <laughs> And I did a search and all of a sudden every other ad was another, a different oh, yeah. company. And so I could see that, you know, a, a teenage girl, you know, says, looks up a particular diet and the, every, and the next thing you know, every single, every other ad she's going to receive is for this diet, that diet, yeah. and all of these pictures of here's what you can do. And here's the, the, the surgeries you can have. And here's the 
cool sculpting you can have. And here's yeah. the lip plumpers. And I mean, you know, it, it, you just go down this rabbit hole and that's so dangerous for a teenager. Yeah. Well, and it's as soon as you think about wanting something, you get all of these people telling you how you can get it. One of the weirdest experiences I ever had, I think I told you this one time, uh, was I was yeah. I was laying in bed watching YouTube videos and, you know, sometimes you get an itch in your ear. And, and everyone Q-tips straight out of the shower, right? You Q-tip your ear, it's incredibly satisfying. Um, but I had an itch in my ear, went to the bathroom, grabbed a Q-tip, sat back in bed, started the video, was Q-tip in my ear, went on to the next. And for the first time ever, ever, I didn't say Q-tip out loud either. Let's keep that in mind. First time ever, I click on this next YouTube video and there's a Q-tip ad. And I was like, oh my God. That the, this coincidence is just too insane because I, you know, you say stuff and sometimes you'll pop up on ads. Like yeah, I know yeah. it's listening, but <laughs> it. it was on my, I was on my Mac and the webcam. And so I'm assuming like, you know, paranoid me, uh, <laughs> that, you know, they saw me Q-tip in my ears. Wow. This guy's got some dirty ears. We need to get him some new and improved Q-tips. Next ad, boom, Q-tips. I was shocked. I got a yeah. little cover for my camera after that. Yeah. Haven't gotten a Q-tip ad since. <laughs> they caught on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's it's really mixed because at times, sometimes I'm like, well, that's that's cool. I I wouldn't, I didn't know these other brands of luggage, and I'm trying to find the best ones. And yeah. so, I, I mean, sometimes I kind of appreciate that that they know that I want luggage, and they're giving me all of the var- various options. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, it can be used for evil as well. It's 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 tough. I mean, there's the pluses and minuses for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is a double-edged sword because there's a lot of times too, like you said, like you need luggage and you see a a company or a product that you haven't seen before and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. I actually really want that. This is perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, but but I'm an adult. That's the difference. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. True, true. <laughs> yes, I haven't haven't bought my luggage yet, so they'll continue to harass me. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure we'll be getting a lot of updates on that. I'm glad that it didn't get immediately shut down. It sounds like they kind of had a solid argument there um, with the service versus product, mm-hmm. but the judge kind of did a, a little ring around the rosy on them. Yeah, uh, but kept it going. Kept it going. Kept it going. Pushed it off a little bit longer. Um, it definitely seems like one of those cases that's going to go in more zigzags than a straight line. Um, <laughs> well, it's going to be hard fought. I mean, you know, look at all of these, uh, all of the, all of the, the different entities and how much money they're making and how hard they're going to fight this. So mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll, it will be fascinating. Um, but yeah, but I mean, if you, you know, if you were thinking about jumping in, this is, yeah. um, it, it is, it's a good turning point. Hop in, hop on in, give us a call. And so you mentioned 23 and younger. Is it, if you use those products, uh, like let's say I'm 25 right now. Obviously, I was on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter when I was 23 and younger. Um, would I still qualify for for a case like this? Well, it would have to do with the statute of limitations and you know wherever you resided at the yeah. time. So you would have had to have been exposed to it during your younger years and had suffered from a serious addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and, and and there are always arguments to extend it. Um, they vary state by state. Uh, so I would say that don't not call because you think that you don't, yeah. you know, you think it's too, it's too late. It might be too late, but it certainly might not. And we can help you figure that out. Yeah, definitely recommend giving a call because I think this is something that is, you know, it's a known nationwide issue, right? Social media addiction, especially right. in the younger generation and my generation and younger. Um, it's especially prevalent. So parents and, and people that might have personally been affected, I think reaching out and, and learning everything there is to learn because this is definitely going to be an evolving case. Right. And and very life changing. I mean, and, and some of these these kids need 
really extensive, ongoing, potentially lifetime treatment. I mean, yeah. these things don't resolve easily, and that takes a lot of time and a lot of expense. So, mm. um, you know, so this is one way to, to help potentially defray some of that. Hmm. Um, is there any other any cases that we're handling that you wanted to touch on? Any yeah. Other? So another um, update on a case are, is the um, Roundup litigation. That, again, we've, I think we've talked about briefly. Um, but there was a recent verdict, a $1.25 million verdict um, uh, in St. Louis just recently um, for the Roundup product. And that's the weed killer that you've probably heard a lot about. Um, Not too familiar, no. Okay. I don't think we've spoken about it, have we? Uh, well, I think well, we talked about Paraquat and um, Roundup was kind of the precursor. Uh, um, but so Roundup and it's so it's a weed killer that's used both by homeowners just on their property, yeah. um, and then also commercially. Oh, is um, this the really ugly green tint that yeah. I see on all the rocks? Oh well, no, that's probably not that. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, um, but uh, but it's a specific brand by Monsanto. Monsanto called um, Roundup, and the chemical is is uh, glyphosate. And so, but this condition is causing a very specific cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and so, and, and there has been the connection's been made to this. If this case has been going on actually for a really long time, which is probably why we hadn't talked about this this specific one in mm -hmm. detail. Um, there was a settlement for I believe it was ten billion dollars. Wow. Uh, right. But as part of the settlement, what they wanted to do was set aside $2 billion for any future claims that would come up. Wow, and the judge did not allow that because, well, which is, which is a good thing because that's a very limited small pot of money. Mm. And, you know, again, this is a, a cancer that doesn't happen overnight. It's yeah. not like you use it once on your yard and you're diagnosed the next day. I mean, it can take years to develop mm -hmm. um, and people use it pretty regularly. Uh, so so the, the, you, you still can bring claims. Um, we're still accepting Roundup claims. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's um, using the product and it can be using it at home. Um, if you use it at home, though, it has to be pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. um, and But also... I think it was like at least 10 times at your residence would be the minimum. Um, and then also if you used it as part of your occupation, a lot of gardeners, yeah. caretakers, people like that have been exposed to it significantly or for agricultural purposes. So again, it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and then um, being exposed to this product. But these cases are still going on. And like I said, the verdict just came in um, a $1.25 million verdict for the, a man suffering from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. <clears throat> and the products off the uh, off the shelves right now no they are oh, wow. um well it was well, actually it's not not for um residential use but it's still being used um for agriculture and yeah that's interesting that's yeah. interesting that it can already you know come a case can be settled that it directly caused such a serious disease and it's still well they're still saying that it didn't cause it i yeah. mean they're saying they settled it to you know to stop the litigation and blah blah course, blah but but yeah i mean there were a hundred thousand cases filed wow. um yeah and it was 10.9 billion so almost 11 billion dollars and and you mentioned how it was a good thing that they didn't set aside the two billion dollars for future claims. Is that because it almost would have been just uh, not at like a get out of jail free card, but almost just like them signing off? So no matter how many people got sick, you know, it's almost safer for them because for all we know, maybe you know another hundred thousand cases come up in the next few years, then that two billion is nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they, they're, they're always going to do the, the minimum. And what they want is they just want it to be over with. And, yeah. and what we've kind of talked about, that it, it affects their stock prices. It affects, because if there's this unknown, even if they're, even when they say, okay, we're going to give $10.9 billion, 
that's it. That's that's the number. It's not 20 billion, 30 yeah. billion. You know, you have, you know, it, the finality of it. And so you can move forward from there. And so that really does affect stock prices, um, you know, the viability of the business. You, you know, they're not going to go into bankruptcy. Yeah. Bam, it's done. Um, but these, this is too big of a problem. And it's been going on for too long. Too many people have been exposed. Um, and so so that was not allowed. And people can still bring cases. And the, yeah, this reminds me of the mess Philioma case as mm-hmm. well, where it's a very mm-hmm. specific disease attached right. to it, um, which simplifies things a little bit because um, if someone is using that product and then they obviously get sick with with this disease, then it's it's pretty pretty close and shut more or less. Um, I mean, the odds of it being something else is. Very, very yeah, I mean, you can get it from other, you know, you, I mean, there are people who get it who weren't exposed to Roundup, but yeah. but again, it's a very specific condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking a look at your medical records and determining, you know, again, what other risk factors you might have, what yeah. other kinds of exposures um, can really uh, hone that in, narrow it down. It seems like a situation where if you are working in a, in a field that uses products like that, because I'm not sure, I mean, maybe they do, maybe, maybe they do, but I would imagine they're not always... 100% confident on which weed killer, what brand weed killer they use. Maybe some days they're sold out, other days they aren't, you know, they're switching back and forth, who knows. But it might it seems like a situation to me where if you're working in a field like that, you would want to just reach out and see or get it yeah, checked out. Yeah. I mean, and a lot, you know, you have people who are like groundskeepers at schools and yeah. you know, well, exactly. things like that. And then there are um, there there would be documents at the company of purchase orders yeah. and what kind of products they were using at what times and that sort of thing. So again, it's it's something that, you know, the the individual might know know for sure, but it's information that we can certainly get for you and clarify one way or the other. And those are documents like the the work orders and the uh, purchase orders, purchase orders yeah. and all that. That's stuff that you, that the law firm figures out. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to do that. And so you guys reach out to the businesses, to the schools Absolutely. and go through all that. Is there, and, and then I'm assuming it's all you need is from the... Um, client to sign off with their authorization and then the school and businesses usually kind of help out with well them. sometimes they do sometimes they don't sometimes you need to subpoena the information it yeah. just it just depends i was wondering I would, I would imagine maybe some of them would be a little like stickler about it and make you you know get down and dirty <laughs> with the subpoenas down and dirty if, if we have to subpoena we will subpoena. yeah <laughs> Um, make me subpoena we are kind of coming to a close here on the show i do want to make sure we cover everything um was there any interesting cases in the news or or questions that you wanted to touch on yeah um so one interesting one that's been you you may have seen this because it's really kind of it's really been in the news a lot just now is about the lawsuit over the panera bread um the lemonade have you heard that no i have not okay it was on a lot of the social media channels and what happened was a 21 year old college student uh, bought what was co- what's called charged lemonade at Panera. Ooh. Yeah, so charged lemonade, and it happened. So it happened that she had a um, genetic cardiac condition um, called Long QT syndrome, type one, um, which basically it, it, it isn't always a huge ordeal. Um, but what happens is that certain certain activities can affect your heart rate, your the your electrical uh, system, the you know stuff that Peter deals with yeah. <laughs> as an electrophysiologist, and can cause arrhythmias. And so she 
was a normal active college student, but her, her physician had told her, you know, just don't use huge amounts of caffeine and don't use energy drinks because energy drinks, first of all, they have a lot of caffeine and then they also sometimes have other supplements included. Um, and so, so this was, and, you know, and, and at Panera, you go up and you kind of do that self-serve. Yeah. And so it's the, it's called, um, charged lemonade and on their website they do talk about the fact that it's like a, a uh, an energy drink but in the store they don't and it's just served right there with the regular lemonade and the sodas and what they say is that they say that it contains um, no more caffeine than than um, a cup of their uh, dark roast coffee but that's actually not accurate it contains a lot more um, apparently it contains as much as a red bull and monster combined wow right so she had the 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 large size and i think it was 390 milligrams of caffeine that, that's like pre-workout that, that, right right that's getting up there yeah so that's up there and it also had guarana extract which is also a stimulant and the, the equivalent and this one gets me 30 teaspoons of sugar Jesus. i mean holy Right. I can't even imagine drinking this stuff, but but um, but you, you know you go up and you fill it just like you're filling any other thing, and she did absolutely did not understand because she knew not to do energy drinks. She didn't see it as an energy drink, and again, it's advertised as basically being the same as a cup of coffee, uh, and mean, she's allowed to have a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, uh, that that's all fair. If uh, the fact that it's just so far above a cup of coffee, I think that's that's definitely fair. But I mean, if you're looking at charged lemonade, my first thought is, okay, I'm trying to get charged up and ready for my day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get some energy here. Well, but you also get charged up and ready for your day with a, a cup of coffee, right? Well, I need a Monster and a Red Bull. All right. Well, you are not the average person. In... And 32 teaspoons of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not getting out 30, of bed. 30, not 32. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really sad because, I mean, she went into cardiac arrest and she died 21 Jesus. years old. Yeah. So so that's a, a, a lawsuit that's, that's uh, out there right now. Um, I'm assuming they immediately took it out of the stores because I mean they they clearly are just apparently not now as of Ooh. yeah they're, the last I looked and I was looking at it today it was not taken out of the store what they're saying is they're saying on our website we explain that it's like an energy drink um, you know and, and again they didn't apparently do it in the store I suspect that there will be big uh, warnings placed now yeah. in the store saying this is an energy drink maybe they'll char change the name I don't know what they're going to do um, but but to provide adequate warning for anybody who, you know, has, you know, potential issues and can't have a certain amount of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty insane that um, a lemonade can have almost the same amount of caffeine as well, so, the same of some pre-workouts. Yeah. I, th I think most pre-workouts usually sit around four to 500, like the, the good stuff. Um, obviously you can get That's a lot, it is a lot, but I mean, you're getting ready for a workout and it's a big burst in energy. And then there's also like beta alanine and other, uh, chemicals like that give you like the, the goosebumps, the pricklies, uh, oh, when you're working this out. It does not sound like a good idea. It's, uh, really... it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But the, uh, it, it, getting a product similar to that in caffeine from Panera of all places, because Panera I've always assumed is like almost like, um, it's like whole foods where you just feel healthier going there. It doesn't really matter what you get. You know, actually this is really good point. I hadn't thought of it in that sense, but it, it is. It's kind of touted as, you know, not fast food and yeah, exactly. healthier. And, and a lot of the, their offerings are, I mean, they have really good salads and a, and, and a good variety of them. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, sandwiches. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's
that's and and I guess there's like a a, a deal where it's like all you can drink um, thing on a monthly basis where you can go and fill your as many energized drink. lemonades as you want. Yeah, charged up. <laughs> and and so she had just signed up for that. Oh yeah, so it's a, a monthly fee for unlimited drinks. She's been she charged up all up month. For it. Yeah. Well, and maybe she wasn't doing the lemonade the whole the whole, the yeah, whole she, time. Yeah, well, yeah I, I think I think that's probably. I mean, hopefully that would be mentioned in the lawsuit. I mean, they definitely do advertise very actively as being a healthier option. And everywhere you go, you can always get some unhealthy stuff. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but um, it's definitely you know when you go there, when you're eating there, when you're getting you know your drink, you overall have this kind of impression that it's going to be healthier than going to Jack in the Box. Well, or, you're probably not going to die in the next couple. Of yeah, yeah, you definitely don't think the <laughs> the food or drinks are gonna kill you. That's for sure. Yeah, there's always always something. Yeah, so this was a very very sad story. Um, very sad, and um, anyway, just a warning if you're going to Panera, mm-hmm. be careful. And so this wouldn't be. I, I'm assuming this isn't something that's like a class action where you would see a bunch of people experiencing issues with with this. It's more of a very um, kind of micro event. Well, I think that you, you know, you have to have an issue because the average person can handle a lot of caffeine. You might be very jittery and yeah. not be able to sleep and, you know, that sort of thing, but it's probably not going to kill the average person unless they have, you know, a pre-existing condition that makes them susceptible to, to energy drinks and that yeah. kind of a jolt of caffeine. Um, and again, she did have this condition. She knew she had it, um, but she was allowed to have caffeine. She was allowed to have coffee, yeah. um, but not energy drinks. And this is so much more than, you know, again, they said they they said it was equivalent to the coffee. It was not. It was mm-hmm. significantly more. And then with another added stimulant. So so I, yeah, I suspect. I, I mean, I guess who knows? Maybe there's a bunch of people who have had this problem, but um, you know, I doubt it would be. It, it's pretty much a single event case. I mean, there may be several of them. Um, yeah. And hopefully the information will get out there, and hopefully this will make them um, place warnings and be clearer for their customers, so that if other customers are in that situation, they don't, uh, they stay away from it. Yeah, <clears throat> they don't make the same. Or I guess not. She didn't make a mistake, but uh, the same situation doesn't happen again. Yeah, I mean they they understand this is dangerous, yeah. and they don't use it, or it's dangerous for me because it's like a a, a an energy drink. It's not like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are coming to a close here, and I wasn't sure if you wanted to touch on uh, any questions or, or comments before we, we closed out. Oh, I don't know about that. We <laughs> we didn't have any questions, just kind of some slimy comments, and I th- <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> which we're always happy to address. But uh, but I don't want to go over too much, so we can always do that next time. And 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 if anybody has any actual real questions, yeah. we really do welcome them. Yeah, you know, I I would love a good heartfelt question, something <laughs> a genuine curiosity people had but also i think um the the complaints or concerns that we also get are fine to address oh, um, yeah, i think yeah. that's what a lot of it's a it's a lot of, of what people think and feel you know even if they aren't commenting it you know the confusion mm-hmm. and frustration and especially when it comes to kind of this side of 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 government of law i mean it, it's pretty crazy to think about all this stuff it's crazy to hear these high numbers when you don't understand any of the back history or any of right. the actual damages anything like that it's a very clickbaity headline uh type of stuff but um can be for sure. we're definitely happy to to cover it and if you guys have any questions or concerns definitely throw them down in the comments and we'll We'll give you a shout out and we'll go over them as well as uh, you can email us podcast at showeredlaw.com. 
if it's something you don't necessarily want to put out there on on Facebook or on YouTube, fully understand, you can shoot us an email with a question or maybe even just a personal story, an experience that you had uh, that you'd love us to, to cover or talk about on here, and we'd, we'd love to do that. Uh, but with that being said, I hope everyone has a fantastic week, enjoyed this episode. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I will be out of town next week, so we will be missing a show, but we'll try to get something out there for you, maybe a little highlight clip, maybe be a little uh, focus in on some of the cases that we've covered if there is anything that you would like us to discuss like us to make um you know a highlight reel about please let us know we'll, we'll, we'll help you out we'll help you out <laughs> we are here to serve exactly exactly but i hope you all have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time prioritizing profits prioritizing prioritizing, prioritizing pro- dangerous drug and product cases